People often ask me, Ben, isn't it kind of hard and a lot of work to put two podcasts together? First answer is, it is work. It does take time. But the part that I answer that question with, putting this podcast together each week never really feels like work. It feels just me dipping into more of what I love doing, helping other dads get connected, telling stories, coming up with quirky analogies to explain topics that often can seem really hard. This podcast never really feels like work. And the crazier part about this podcast is this is episode 28, and we just passed 1,000 downloads already. Now, that kind of blows my mind that in 28 episodes, we just passed 1,000 downloads. Now, my first podcast, that took me a lot longer to do. I think that was probably nine months to do. Now, hands down, we're doing more episodes here, but to think that there's that many people out there listening, like you, finding value into that, that really kind of blows my mind. So thank you for listening to this podcast and finding value in it each day and being able to tune in and get that little mindset you need to be a better dad when it is your time to come home. And there's a reason why I started with that idea of work, because the title of this episode is It Feels Like Work. Have you ever had those emails that come into your inbox and you start reading it and you're like, oh, I don't want to respond to this email. Why did this person send me it? And then you delay it for like a week and a half when it was supposed to get a reply the next day. Face it, almost everybody, including me, had those emails that you just marinate in your inbox. Like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it in the afternoon. And you just never get to it. Well, why is that? When I've thought about this problem, I often equate it to, does it feel like work? Oftentimes within this podcasting process, I look at the different things and processes I do for different guests that come on the podcast and my other podcast, Military Veteran Dad. And I try to make the process as straightforward as possible so that I never create the emotion on the other side that, Ben just assigned me work because if it feels like work, we'll almost always procrastinate it. Now, this shows up in a lot of different places because planning an adventure, like we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, that can feel like work. But as you listen to that episode, I hope that it broke it down that it doesn't have to be as complicated and it doesn't have to feel like work. But initially, it does. Maybe you've got plans for the weekend that you got to figure out. That can feel like work. Has anybody listening ever procrastinated putting plans together when your wife said, hey, let's go do something and you forget about it because it felt like work? The reason why I'm talking about this is because one, I want to bring consciousness to this idea where when it feels like work, nine times out of 10, you're going to procrastinate it. And so the question is, how can you create a better experience that doesn't feel like work? Now that can come on your behalf when you go out and send an email are you sending an email that someone's going to get that feels like work? Did you ask 10 questions in a five-paragraph format that they have to read, think about, and dig into their inbox to find the answers for? That's dressed up as work. And most likely, you're not going to get a response, and you're probably going to have to follow up two to three times, and you're going to want to shake your monitor saying, why won't this person just respond to the email I sent them? Because you made it sound like work. And the idea of being a dad... I want you to think about how can you redesign your processes that you generate and that you're responsible for within your family, whether it be going on a bike ride or planning a bike ride or planning going on an adventure or a vacation. How can you recreate these processes so they don't feel like work? Because if they don't feel like work, you're more likely to do them. Like this podcast. I knew when starting this podcast, it was going to be a lot of work, but it never feels like work because I set it up in a way that it takes a little bit of time each week. 
and then the rest of the week is mine. And it doesn't ever feel like work. I show up, get it done, and I go off and do my thing. By creating moments where it doesn't feel like work, you then can then focus your energy on other things because here's what no one tells you about that email you left in your inbox for a week is your comp- your subconscious is still thinking about it. Even though you're consciously not thinking about it, your subconscious is still marinating, man, I'm just really not looking forward to that email today. And you're gonna spend sleep power, you're gonna spend day power, and all of those things subconsciously and devote some RAM, to think of an IT analogy there, to that email that you just want to not send. So sometimes you just gotta eat the frog, as they say. And it's those types of emails that you just want to get done right away. Now, one hack that I did learn when I was in the corporate space is when I had those emails that I was like, man, this is a 45-minute project. This isn't a two-minute reply. Yes, get it done. This is work. This is me sitting down. I've got to put some thought into this reply and do work with it. When you get those moments, look at your calendar, take that email, copy and paste into a calendar invite and schedule a time in the future where you're going to get that email done. Because within that event, when the calendar pops up, you're like, oh, it's time to work on that email. The email's already in there. If you use Outlook, you can actually create a quick task that creates a calendar invite with the attachment of whatever you're clicked on. So it'll suck all the attachments, maybe a Word doc right into it. And it'll be sitting there right in that calendar invite waiting to get work done. Because then it's planned. You've allocated the time. And it's just something you need to get done. And a lot of times these emails that we avoid, I mean, they need to get done. They're probably part of your job. It's just that subconsciously you don't want to do it. So you'd rather like watch paint dry, but you still have to get these things done. So schedule it in a calendar invite within your Outlook, put it in the future, have it all there. Because if you don't schedule your time, someone will take it. And then next thing you know, the week's gone. And you're like, oh man, I never got that email done. Well, it's because you didn't allocate the 45 minutes that you needed to get done to get it done. So schedule those emails that take longer than the two-minute reply, get them done, because when it's on your calendar and you know you're going to get done, when it pops up on your calendar, your subconscious gives yourself a little break. So the whole rant here is, if it feels like work, try to mitigate it, try to invent the process to help lower that pressure so that it doesn't feel like work, because all the things that you procrastinate at work prevent you in a lot of different ways from coming home as a dad because you're still going to be thinking about work even when you're at home because you didn't hit reply and you're like, oh, I got to do that email tomorrow morning. I just got to do that email tomorrow morning. So with that, remember, if it feels like work, try to mitigate it. Try to understand how you can get it done without it feeling like work. And just thinking like, if this feels like work, how could I make it not feel like work? And I'll be back again with you tomorrow.